football season is just around the corner, and my bookie is the best place to bet football this season. They have easier deposits, faster payouts, and the best customer service. MyBookie is simply the most accurate and trusted source for odds information, analysis, and wagering opportunities on the internet. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to MyBookie.ag to open and fund your MyBookie account today and start winning with the best. Now on to the show. Infirmary Media. People engage in stop for tooling decades. The Matrix and Blade versus Bloodsport and Renegade. Strap on that cap, bust out the power glove. Come fight for what you love. Tooling decades. Who culture popping pins, dropping hand grenades. Van Halen locked in Mortal Kombat with David Gray. Found out ballet and sick. I am made of GNR. Come fight for what you love. Tooling decades. Broadcasting from the new Infirmary Media Studios. It's the adult-only retro game show where the 80s and 90s do battle because it's your history. We just fight for it. Welcome back to Dueling Decades. This week, we compiled the ultimate 80s and 90s Halloween watch list made up from listener and group member suggestions. I am Mark James, and with us, as always, is the other half of the Mamelukes and the current Dueling Decades champion. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Man Crush. What's up, man? I can't wait to do this shit. Going through this was fun as hell. I got to give props to all the people in the Facebook group because they went off. We asked them a couple questions the other day. Hey, list your favorite 80s or 90s horror movie, and they went crazy. And obviously, there's a lot of duplicates in this list, Yeah, which I'm sure you saw on the 90s side. So I try to represent those if there were. If there was only one person that recommended a movie, I will name drop you guys on this. So I hope you don't mind. I will give you some props for uh, for listing some of these movies. How was just putting together your list? Mine was pretty fun, and I almost found that I didn't have enough room. Yeah, well, see, 90s horror is, is so interesting. It's always hit or miss for me. There were so many things that I really liked about 90s horror and so many things I totally despised, and it kind of turned me off of the genre. So we're going to hit on a little bit of both, I think, in mine. But uh, let's start off. What we did is we just kind of took a look at the entire month of October, and we wanted to kind of help you plan out your viewing month. Man Crush tackles the 80s. I tackled the 90s. Obviously, or horror, probably a little bit more 80s-centric, I would say, than 90s. I would say so. I, yeah. I tend to agree with you when you you talk about 90s horror. <laughs> it's a little bit eclectic. It's a little all over the place. But then again... When you look at the 80s, it was kind of like that, too. It went through its phases, like the right. slasher phase and then, you know, Supernatural and everything else. So that's the way I kind of laid mine out, too. I gave you guys a week. So I gave you a week of something, a week of something else, a week of something else, and all the way through. Are, are yours double features? Not all of mine. I have double features on the weekends, on Saturday nights. Other than that, I stick to one feature uh, per day just because, well, it's the 90s, man. <laughs> you got other things to do like fucking uh play uh james bond and eat hot pockets or something. hell yeah i i had to i had to double feature mine just because there's so much absolutely man with the 80s there were so many iconic horror films if you don't double up every single day you're gonna miss out man just like the 80s man double bag it every time and i will say don't complain if we miss something 
these are what you guys suggested. And I, I did add a few in here and there to, to make it flow, but we're not going to get everything. We only have 31 days in the month. So yeah, but we have an absolute ton of movies to get through. If you miss something on the list, don't worry. We're going to post it up on the website, up on duelingdecades.com, And of course it'll be posted up in our fa- Facebook group as well. And I will be watching these and following this every day. Every single I don't know day. If I'll, I'll be doing. Yeah. I'm not going to do both. If you want to just do the nineties, so you could talk to the people in the group about the nineties. Because I don't think I'll be able to tackle 80s and 90s. It's a lot of fucking movies to do. (laughs) But I still, I will watch this every day. So if everybody else watches this and they want to discuss it in the Facebook group or whatever, let's do it. Because that's what I'm all about here. All right. So we're going to go day by day and give you our picks, 80s and 90s, of what you should be watching throughout the entire month. So get your calendars ready, duelers. Where do we start off the month, man crush? All right, so like I said before, I kind of started mine in a weekly fashion where each week has its own genre, or as close as I can keep to that genre. And what I figured with the month of October, you don't want to start off too gory. You want to you want to build, you know? So that first week are kind of like my comedy horror movies. Maybe not taken too seriously will ease you into it. So that first, was it? it's a Tuesday, Tuesday the 1st. We got double feature, and these are both from outer space here. We got Critters and Maximum Overdrive. Oh, two of my absolute favorite, man. Huge fan of Maximum Overdrive. Great soundtrack. It's action-packed. You can't ask for more than that. And it might just fit with a few things that we're going to see on my list. Because much like you, I themed out my weeks as well. And oddly enough, I started off the month light as well with some lighter comedy notes. So Very nice. let's start off October 1st to pair it up with your two. Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, God, that is a 90s fucking staple right there. <laughs> it is. I got to give a big shout out to Brian Moreno, who suggested this one. I'm so glad he did because I initially forgot about it and left it off my list. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so obvious. So thanks to Brian on that one. Ernest Scared Stupid. Damn, you know, uh, that makes me think of one that I left off the list that would have paired good with that. But I believe it was 80s. Now we've been Mr. Boogity. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Fuck. That's all right. All right. Moving on to the second of the month. It's Wednesday the second. This is my double feature of machines killing people. <laughs> and we get uh we start out with Christine, which we've talked about on the show a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Not a big fan? Or you never seen I, it? I've never seen Christine. Uh, man. Why didn't you just say that? You're like scared to say it. Yeah, it's like it's one of those King movies that I've missed. There's there's always movies you're like, oh, I always want to see this, and you just never get a chance. It's one that I missed, man. That's all right. Now you have the opportunity. Yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to go back and watch it now. Well, like, followed up another person that was actually on the show a long time ago, Jim Wynorski's Chopping Mall. Classic movie. Can't go wrong with Chopping Mall. Now, see, what's really funny is we're going to pair these up, and we don't know what each other picked. So, you know, like the first one with the comedy, comedy horror, that pairs up good. For the second one, I didn't go so much with machines killing you as I did everybody else's real nightmares. And I started out with Arachnophobia from 1990. Ooh, John Goodman. <laughs> it's a funny movie, but absolutely terrifying if you're scared oh, of spiders. Oh, it could be. It definitely. I remember 
when that came out, it was on the back cover of every comic book I had. They yep. put that ad on everything. Yeah, great poster, too, with the moonlight and the spider. Yep, the spider dropping down. Yep. yep that's a good one. All right, moving on to the third. We're going to move quickly on these. We're not going to spend forever. Thursday, the third. Once again, I've gone back. This is more guys from outer space. And we start that with killer clowns from outer space. And caveat on some of these, they actually on Amazon Prime. Like this one is. I just watched it again the other night. Classic fucking flick. Uh, but I'm following that one up with The Blob. Ah, the 1988 version of the blog. Okay, not Steve McQueen. No. Okay. No, right. no, no. I think this was Kevin <laughs> Dillon in this one. Who is not Steve McQueen. No, or Matt Dillon. Right. I'm going to pair that up with, with a movie that I'm sure some people are going to move around in their order on this one, but I had Army of Darkness. It's kind of that lighthearted comedy. 1992, it's a classic. I had to put it in there. It's more. It's a lighthearted horror, not a lighthearted comedy. Well, yeah, that too. all right so then we're going to the fourth this is our first friday so this has to be a big one but again trying to keep it light for that first week so friday the fourth we're starting out the night with night of the creeps little tom atkins classic this is actually a tom atkins double bill and the second part of this and i'm not even gonna call it halloween three i'm just gonna call it season of the witch oh i love that one man Silver Shamrock. <laughs> Get the song stuck in <laughs> happy, my head. Happy now. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween, Silver, Silver Shamrock. Shamrock. You're welcome, people. <laughs> <laughs> and the other reason I put that one in this, it's not just because it's a Tom Atkins double feature, but it's also because there's a countdown there, and that's basically what yeah. this is. So that's our first part of this. I hate to admit it, man, but it's actually one of my favorite Halloween movies. It's a great movie. If this one, and we've talked about this before, if this movie was never called Halloween 3 and was just called Season of the Witch. Yep, classic. It would be a classic. But now it's a cult classic because there's only some people that like it. Some people absolutely despise it. Like my buddy John hates this fucking movie. For no other reason than the fact that it's in the Halloween yeah, franchise. You just got to forget that it has anything to do with the other movies. Just stupid. It's a standalone film. Yep. All right. So Friday the 4th, October, I had to start it off with one of my absolute all-time favorite remakes. Yes, the 1990 remake of Night of the Living Dead by Tom Savini. Great way to start off uh, October. It's a classic. That's a good one. All right, so then I will do my Saturday the 5th, and uh, that's starting out with Creep Show, the very first one. Uh, we got that awesome Stephen King spoiler. You know, you got the asteroid comes down. Fucking, ah, oh, it's great. Uh, but that ties in again, and there's a little a secondary theme in this week, too. We got a lot of shit from outer space going on. Yeah, I've noticed uh, that. But then the second movie, nothing to do with outer space, and that's Texas Chainsaw Massacre two two oh yes the goofy sequel <laughs> uh i think this is a perfect spot for it it's a good saturday night matinee type movie not to be taken too seriously obviously nothing like the original no so there it is wow that's a texas good one. chainsaw massacre two all right well i'm glad you went with creep show because saturday october 5th is when i start my first theme off and I got a whole stretch of almost an entire week of Stephen King movies. 
And uh, we're going to start off the first one with a double feature. Technically, it's a double feature, but it's really just one movie. And that is my all-time favorite Stephen King production, The Stand. Now, I'm going to count that as a double feature because it's four parts, and it's going to take you all damn day to get through. Oh, that's a good one. I almost did that with It, but it, you'll not find It on this list. And the only reason I didn't do it is because it's such a time burden. I have it on my list. I didn't put it on there. You do have it on yours. Oh, yeah, Because yeah, 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 it is the 90s. Whatever. Uh, good. I'm glad that it's it'll be portrayed somewhere on there. Um, for that first week, I just wanted to thank... Uh, I'll do this at the end of the week instead of each individual time. Uh, we got Byron Powell, Dave Abernot, Draven Gallahan, Denise Barber, and Jonathan Sweeney. Thank you for your recommendations for week one. And let's uh, let's move on. I started on mine on uh, on Mondays, actually, each one. And then Sundays, I actually just use as a wild card. So on Sundays, I'm just playing two random movies as a nice little buffer between each week because I didn't feel that the transitions were there. Yep. So with little buffer movies, I think it transitions a little bit. Nice. That's my opinion. All right. So Sunday, the sixth, after you're done watching the jets lose, we could start out with the changeling. Yeah. Good. Good ghost one. movie. Uh, I know it like doesn't come up very much, but trust me, it's a good one. And I, I paired that up with an absolute classic, the shining. Ah, uh, excellent right after it that'll pair very nicely with my pick for that day uh which is another movie how you're going to be feeling after the jets lose and that's 1990s misery yes <laughs> definitely <laughs> pairs very well with my sundays <laughs> fucking hate sundays you know the worst now heading over to monday of that week i continued my week of king and i started off mine with the langoliers I've never seen that it it's lengthy it's gonna take you about three hours to get through as are much of these Stephen King selections, but well worth the time investment, I think, until the last five minutes. But anyway. I th yeah, I think those are pretty safe picks for the 90s, though. Um, so my second week, this is where I'm changing it. We went from lighthearted before. Now we're kind of moving out of that, and we're going, and most of the theme to a lot of these is the dead coming back to life. Yeah. And you'll see that with all my movie picks. Uh, starting with Monday the 7th. What better movie to start out your night than Maniac Cop? Little Robert Zadar coming back from the dead with a vengeance to kill a bunch of motherfuckers as a cop. Still in his uniform. And we'll follow that one up with another classic. Somebody else that's been on the show long ago. Uh, that was Kelly Maroney from Night of the Comet. Love that movie, man. Absolutely terrified me as a youngster. That's right. I mean, it's... You don't think of it as a horror movie, but really, it is. It is. It's I mean, they're like, they're like zombies or some shit. Yeah. You know, coming back from the dead. So, yeah, I think it fits there. Mutant zombie mall rats or something. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what the <laughs> fuck they were. But it was pretty nuts, though. Half of them died. Half of them turned into that dust. Spoiler. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, Tuesday, October 8th, I uh, continue my Stephen King marathon. And I went with Thinner from 1996. Not one of the most popular Stephen King movies, but I love it, man. As a fat guy, you got to relate to Thinner. It's such a good movie. And I'm always afraid I'm going to hit a gypsy now for some reason. Another one I've never seen. Oh, you got me two in a row now. Got to watch Thinner, man. I don't know. Like, I'm just not a huge fan of the longer Stephen King's. Things. That's perfect, man, because Thinner is short. All right, good. Yeah, Thinner's like a, a really fast hour and a half movie. 
It's not long. I remember seeing the box quite a bit. Yeah. Never got it. All right. So moving on to Tuesday, the 8th, this is where I went with Deadly Friend. Of course, with the uh, Christy Swanson classic. She comes back. We got the uh, amazing basketball to the head scene. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, watch it. Uh, second movie. Uh, this is a Wes Craven classic that I love. Uh, that doesn't get talked about enough in that shocker. Oh, yeah. Not have Tiny Zeus Lister in it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it actually, it's got, um, what the hell is that dude's name? Uh, Peter Berg is in it. Oh, okay. Uh, he's not the killer, though, but uh, it's about this guy that he gets fried on the electric chair. Of course, he comes back and he can go through like the television to uh, kill people. It's fucking, it's a pretty awesome movie. Nice. All right, Wednesday, October 9th. Uh, I had the Tommy Knockers continuing my Stephen King Fest. Another lengthy one, but uh, well worth the watch. What'd you have for that Wednesday to go along with the Tommy Knockers? All right, so this one was tough for me. My initial Wednesday was Monday, and I think I should have. You keep changing these things and you fuck it up. But this is it once again. It is back to the, from the dead, but it's also comedy related. So it started out with the uh, Treat Williams, uh, what's his name, Piscopo classic, Dead Heat. I don't think I've seen that one. Good, because it's on Amazon Prime. I just watched it again the other night. Nice. Fucking classic. Classic fucking Joe Piscopo's on fucking roids. He's all jacked up. He was always on roids and jacked up. Uh, oh, man, he's he's pretty big in this one. But uh, it's good flick. Again, doesn't get talked about too much. That's why I wanted to toss it in this list. Good one. And then I followed that one up with another classic, Reanimator. Yeah, that's a classic. That's a little disturbing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. As is the sequel. I, I think the sequel might be even a little more disturbing than the well, first I mean, one. Jeffrey Combs made his uh, career <laughs> on that fucker. What do you got for Thursday? We're already 10 days into the month. October 10th. And this is the big one. 1990s. Stephen King's It. Had to put that on a Thursday night. It's going to take you a little time to get through. <laughs> if the uh, football game isn't going that great, you can turn that off and spend that three hours watching it. <laughs> it's only three hours in total. I thought it was longer than that. I was thinking like six. Three hours and 12 minutes. Oh, that's not too bad. Sorry. Fucking I forgot 12 minutes. Yeah, fuck. Come on, man. Jesus. Got to be accurate for these people. They got to plan their fucking schedules around this. Hey, man, it's a Stephen King movie. You're probably better off not watching the last 12 minutes of it. That's uh, <laughs> true. Or any Stephen King flick. All right, so where do we go from that? We're on Friday. All right, so this is my first big Friday, second big Friday. And now I have Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2. And you had yours on the third. Kind of wish we were flip-flopped there, but it is what it is. We had totally different decades. Obviously, I couldn't pick Army of Darkness there. Yeah, but and see, you can, play, you can play around with your own schedule here. And the reason I couldn't flip-flop that around is because my movie starts off a trilogy of sequels that I have on Friday and Saturday, and that would be on Friday night, Child's Play 2. And then on Saturday, hey, just continue the trend and go with Bride of Chucky from 1998. Oh, and of course, Child's Play 3 from 1991. So I'll get Child's Play 2, 3, and Bride of Chucky on Friday and Saturday. 
What do you have for your big Saturday to go with uh, these two Chucky films? Well, interestingly enough, uh, I lead off my Saturday night with a movie that I don't need to see ever again. I've seen it a couple times now that, you know, I've had pets my whole life and uh, I have a child now. I don't feel the need to watch Pet Cemetery anymore, but I did put it on this list. So here it is. Starting off the night with Pet Cemetery. It's a classic. I just don't need to see it again. No, I you, it, 100% yeah, agree, man. 100% yeah. agree. Great movie when you're a kid, man. But once you get older and you have kids and have pets and have pets that those kids love, you never want to watch that movie. That is a real fucking horror movie. Yeah, that's a fucking gut wrencher. Uh, but then I, I followed that one up. I kind of lightened it up. But I also brought back the dead coming back to life again. This entire week did the same thing. Creep Show 2. And the reason I didn't put Creep Show and Creep Show 2 together, it fit better here. You know, you got the, the better anthology of stories. You got the uh, Thanks for the Ride Lady, which fits in perfectly with this week. So that's where I go with the 12. Yeah, and the raft, man. You cannot forget the raft. Uh, the raft is the fucking, <laughs> that's the culmination, man. That's a, that's a good one. Speaking of, speaking of culminations, before we move on, we're halfway through the month right here. Make sure you guys are going to our Facebook and checking out the uh, the culminations every week. This week, we we're giving out an awesome prize from New Wave Toys. They're giving away a little miniature uh, Tempest arcade game, which goes for like over 100 bucks to the person that gets the culmination this week. But don't worry if you can't get the culmination. You could still use discount code. They give us discount code decades. And if you go to newwavetoys.com, use the code decades, you'll get 10% off any of their products. They got some sweet stuff on there. But anyhow, moving on, let's go to the 13th. All right. I started mine off with uh, kind of an oddball, and I think that'll fit with your Sunday here. Yeah, for sure. Some people call this a horror. Some people call it a comedy. I just call it fucking awesome. It's Tremors. Oh, yeah. It doesn't fit with mine at all. But it's a fucking <laughs> great flick. Uh, all right. So moving my 13th, we, we start out with the horror S&M legendary classic. I, and I hate all the sequels. So I got to leave that out. I got to put that out there. I hate all the sequels. But this is Hellraiser is what I'm starting the night out with. Um, and before I go deeper, let me just thank the people from last week. Uh, Tim Kelly, Sicario Mar Mario, uh, Shane Johnson, Brian Garnier, Tony Laguna, Bobby Miller, Shane Johnson, Bill Withenall, and Jeremy Bernard. Thank you very much for your recommendations for week two. And then moving on with my second pick for that Sunday, which is my wild card. Phantasm two because i couldn't use one because it was made in 1979 and there's only one movie on my entire list that i'm gonna i'll give the uh the grace period and just let the other one go but this one i couldn't do it no right. i had to start out with a sequel all right so we'll go to monday the 14th and uh i gotta give big ups to trevor gumbel from our facebook group who recommended this one and that's 1996 the craft yeah that's a good movie and I just read, I, I don't even know, maybe it was you that posted it the other day, that they're doing a sequel, yeah. a reboot. Not a sequel, a reboot to this movie. It, I think it still holds up, too. You watch it. It's a, it's a good movie. You can watch it on Monday the 14th and see how much it holds up. <laughs> um, but here's where mine gets different from your list. 
So if that's where you're starting, a little supernatural this week, this is my slasher week. Ah, okay. Moving on, can't have an 80s week without a slasher week. And I'm going to start this one out with some, uh, this was actually from recommendation, The Fun House, 1981. It's a slasher flick. They're in a fun house. Some fucking creature thing is out to kill these college kids. It's the generic theme to probably about five or six of the movies that I have this week. <laughs> but they all have something a little bit different. And this one happens to be in a fun house. So that's where I'm starting. And then the second movie, it's a uh, another recommendation from the group. And it's Hell Knight. I haven't seen that one. Hell Knight is a movie where uh, Linda Blair and these other college kids they have to go into this creepy house and stay there overnight as part of like a college, like hazing thing or whatever. And of course, there's a psycho in the house. Uh, if I had a nickel, same thing unfolds. Yeah, but it's a good pairing: the Fun House and Hell Night, Monday the 14th. Great one. All right, Tuesday the 15th. For mine, I had to go with 1999's The Blair Witch Project. I know we've talked about it yeah. a few times on this show, but. uh Love it. Hate it. It is what it is. Got to go with Blair Witch. It's one of those movies, I'm going to say out of all the movies, is the only one that probably doesn't hold up for most people. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like some people love that movie and always loved it. Like, have you watched it lately, dude? (laughs) Now you get the chance. It's actually, grab a couple beers because the second running of it, you're just going to be like, what the fuck? Are, are these stupid as shit? Right. Now, Blair Witch, that is a beers movie, not a smoking movie, because you will fall the fuck asleep. So that is oh, a beers sure. movie, definitely. <laughs> cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes. Put you asleep. Right, right. <laughs> so you stay awake. The nicotine. We're at uh, Tuesday the 15th, right? Yeah, I had the Blair Witch Project. What are you going to pair with that? It does not pair at all. Um <laughs> But what I theme this one out, again, we got our uh, slasher psycho killers, but I made this day the holiday horror day. Oh. Because, we're, we're yeah, we're starting out the day with My Bloody Valentine. A good one. Yeah, what better way to start, you know, like six months before Valentine's Day than to watch My Bloody Valentine, and then following that up with Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, that is truly a holiday classic. Oh, not sure sure. what holiday, but (laughs) you watch that right after you watch Die Hard. Right. Of course. For Christmas. Yeah. All right. So we are on to Wednesday, the 16th. What do you got for your double feature? Uh, Wednesday, the 16th. Not much difference. More psycho killer slashers. We start with the Prowler uh, guy that uh, I think he comes back from like World War Two back to life it starts killing people or something it's been a long time since i've seen it i could picture the cover in my head also another recommendation from the group uh second recommendation from the group this one i've never seen but after i read the synopsis and everything sounds good it's got um oh hit a pothole i fucking hate that (laughs) (laughs) it's it's got jamie lee curtis in it uh and it's something i've never seen from the early 80s and it's called terror train i've never seen that either yeah, once again, it's, you know, it's got a slasher coming after college kids. All right, so with your two picks, I got something that's going to pair very nicely with it. Not as nice as a nice Chianti with some fava beans, because I picked Silence of the Lambs. Oh, that's weird. 1991 Silence of the Lambs. That is, I don't know if you want to call that a horror, but there is no movie more terrifying than that. 
that is a absolute scary film. I actually debated, and you'll see this once we get to the uh, the last week here. Sorry, I had to get a drink there. Uh, but I actually debated on putting Manhunter in here. Yeah. Uh, but then I, I didn't put it in. But that would have been a good fit maybe later on. All right, so moving on, we're on Thursday the 17th. This is a classic. We've both seen this one, The Burning. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, and it's it's one of those ones. Again, we talked about this before, how Tom Savini didn't do Friday the 13th Part 2, so he could do The Burning instead, and it's obvious when you watch the movie. Some great, great slasher scenes in this movie, especially when they're on the raft. Yes. Yeah. Or not the raft when they're in the uh, they're in a, a rowboat or whatever the fuck it is, but you'll see. So it's a good one. So yeah. So then I I paired this one up with a movie. This is another one that I dropped on the list. I haven't seen in a long time, but it's it's a slasher movie from 1981 called Just Before Dawn. Does not get talked about a lot, but it's fucking good. It's like the scenery, everything in this movie. It's solid. It's got George Kennedy in it, so you know it's fucking good. Oh, yeah. Um, but it, you don't see it get brought up at all. So I put this one in there. I thought it paired well with the setting of the burning. Yeah. It's not at a camp. They're out camping, um, but they're out in, like, the woods of Oregon or whatever, and it's, it's fucking good. Check that one out if you have not seen it. Um, you might have to dig to find it, though little caveat to that one all right on to october 17th uh, i started off with the 1992 classic Candyman, one of the horror staples gotta stick that right in the middle of the month what do you got man crush uh well actually we're moving on to friday this is my third big friday here and this is a big friday because this is friday the 13th even though it's the 18th we're gonna make believe here and this is a big night for you, so get some rest during the day. Maybe take the day off of work. Don't worry, we give you permission. Because we got Friday the 13th, 1, 2, 3, and 4. Because after that, who really cares? That is true. You need to get to Tommy Jarvis. You need to figure out where the fucking bypass patch cable is. <laughs> so you got to watch up to 4. Then the rest of the series, who cares? But that's a big day for you. Friday the 18th. We're watching Friday the 13th. Man, one through four. I feel bad now because my recommendation for October 18th is 1997's Funny Games. Ooh, that is a fucked up movie. Yeah, so man, you're going to have a lot of fun with Friday the 13th. You are not going to have any fun with Funny Games. That, it's one of those movies. Now, that's the foreign version, the 97 version? Yeah, the foreign version's the original. The uh, the remake right. of it is literally a shot-for-shot shot remake. So, yep. you, you can't go wrong with either one. No, I, I actually, I hate most remakes or whatever, but they did that one justice. It was just because I don't understand the language right. in the other, but uh, it's still fucked up. It's a fucked up movie. Well, if you hate movies that you can't understand the language, Man Crush, let's go over to my Saturday where I have a double feature of Japanese horror films. I have 1998's Ring You, which started the entire Ring franchise, and 1999's Audition from Takashi Miike. If you've never seen Audition, you just have to. I don't want to spoil anything about the movie, but it is absolutely terrifying if you're a single man on the dating scene. And somebody in the group actually uh, put that up. I saw that. It was in there. 
Was it? Nice. Yeah. Aud- yeah. Audition is fantastic. Uh, I cannot recommend that enough. Takashi Miike is a master of horror. All right. Sweet. So tell us some movies where we can understand the dialogue. Okay, so back to English movies, because everybody knows I don't have patience to be reading anything <laughs> off the screen. Uh, it's Saturday the 19th, we're going with two movies that are still slasher flicks based on a specific day. And that starts out with April Fool's Day. Ooh, good one. At the very beginning. And then to uh, to wrap up your night with Happy Birthday to Me, which has some great killing scenes in it. Oh, it does. I'm surprised you didn't go New Year's Evil, just because it has that really catchy theme song. <laughs> it would have been more the first week if I could have fit that in, but nobody uh, nobody suggested that one. <laughs> no, why would they? Shockingly <laughs> enough. Uh, just real quick, uh, thank you very much for that week. Uh, Steve Daniel, Stephen Roberts, uh, David Stepanitis, and if I butcher your name, sorry. Uh, Scott Phipps, Stacey Ann, Roberta Rubin, and Carmen Factio. All right, so we're going to start off the second to last week here of October. October 20th in the 21st, the Sunday and Monday, I went with two vampire films. On Sunday, I said, why don't we start off the week with Interview with the Vampire, one of the only Tom Cruise movies that I like. Very nice, and actually, that's going to flow perfectly into my week uh most of the other sundays i had wild card sundays there was just so much supernatural that i had to fit into a week that i started on fucking sunday fuck it uh sunday the 20th we begin with child's play now you can pair it up with mark's sequels a couple weeks earlier you can watch them backwards whatever and then uh following that up with poltergeist oh man Oh, don't get me started on Poltergeist, man. That was, I saw that movie as a youngster, like a youngster, and it terrified the shit out of me. It is one of the few movies that I have lost sleep over countless nights as a child was because of Poltergeist. The tree, the fucking clown. Yes, the clown. This is a fucking great clown. Um, I have not seen this movie in probably 30 years. Yeah, it holds up. Yeah, it's same as you. I I used to see it maybe a little bit, maybe 25 years because I did see it in my teens. It used to be on all the time. HBO always played this movie, but I have not seen it in a very long time. So this is going to be a treat on Sunday the 20th, Child's Play followed by Poltergeist. And that's actually why I paired it together was the fact that we had Chucky and the clown doll. Nice. All right. Well, I don't know if you want to count this as supernatural, but maybe it just is. Monday the 21st, I'm continuing the vampire films. Got to go with uh, 1997's From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, it's fucking great, man. Love A little that bit movie. of action, a little bit of horror, a little bit of TNA. You can't go wrong. No, nah, that's a good one. Salma Hayek. Tom Savini. <sighs> man, that's such a good movie. Oh, well, then the 21st is going to be great. And that... Vampire movie, that's supernatural, man. So you're you're fitting right in. Um, I don't have any vampires today. I will have some. But right now, getting a werewolf first, starting out the day, Stephen King's Silver Bullet. Oh, yeah. Got to have C- Silver Bullet for the Halloween. You just got to. Corey Haim, wheelchairs, you know it. And then I'm following this one up with a recommendation from the group. I have not seen this movie 
since I was in high school. I still all the time I'd see the cover, and that's Pumpkinhead with Lance yeah, Hendrickson. Recently picked up a copy of that on VHS. Yes, that's and it's probably the same cover that I remember from back in the day. And I, I remember it was one of those movies I always wanted to rent, and I just never did until I was in high school. It's a good fucking movie. The effects are awesome in this movie. For I think I can't, it was like 85, 86, somewhere around there. Check that out. Yeah. So we got uh, the 21st. You're watching Silver Bullet, followed by Pumpkinhead. Nice. All right. So the rest of my week, the 22nd through the 25th, you're going on a long run, man. And uh, we're going to start off that long, strange trip with uh, a little bit of Leprechaun, one through four. So on the 22nd, let's hit Leprechaun, the original 1993, Warwick Davis, Jennifer Aniston. What are you going to pair the first Leprechaun up with? Uh, Are you on the 22nd? I am. We start our Leprechaun Marathon. On the 22nd, which is a Tuesday, sticking with werewolves here. Two absolute classics. Not much to say here. The Howling, again, former guest of the show, uh, D. Wallace. And then following that one up, an American werewolf in London. Fantastic picks. Yeah, and I got to see that one in 35mm, American Werewolf in London. Ugh. So much better. Yeah, I just recently rewatched it. I watched it with my wife. She had never really seen it all the way through. We watched it, and it, it holds up. Oh, it's fucking great. The suspense and everything in that movie is fucking awesome. The, the sequel is a pile of dog shit, but the uh, the first one. Yeah, it, it's a movie that really has absolutely everything in it. It's scary, it's funny, it's heartwarming, it's sad. It'll hit all your emotions. you get a boner. It'll give you a boner, too, especially the porno scene, you know? Yes. It could. See, it's going to, I told you, it's going to hit all the range of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, yeah, we're going to continue on the week. I got Leprechaun 2 on the 23rd. Man, that is a fucking lazy fucking week. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're going Leprechaun 1, 2, 3, and 4, baby. Oh, my God, the 90s. Okay. Well, you, don't worry. You still have the 80s list if you just absolutely despise <laughs> 90s horror movies. 90s horror movies are definitely an acquired taste. Yeah, to say the I, least. I would say, because uh, they, they, they changed. All right, so we are on the 23rd. This is one I had to pair up with a recommendation. So we started out with Fright Night, which is fucking awesome. I love Fright Night. But I needed another vampire movie that had a little bit of humor in it and stuff. So I went with Vamp. Oh, with uh, Grace Jones. Yes. Another one. You could always picture that cover of Vamp. Yes. I, that's the only reason I know about that movie and that it has Grace Jones in it. But have have I ever seen it? Hell no. But I've seen the cover a thousand times like you had with Pumpkinhead. Well, you know, what's funny is MVD actually sent us this one. So you probably have it in your collection. So on the uh, the twenty third, enjoy uh, your Blu-ray, your free Blu-ray review copy of Vamp. They probably sent that to us like two years ago. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, twenty fourth. We know where I'm going. Leprechaun three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and moving on. Wait, is he in outer space yet, or is this in now, the hood? Spoilers, spoilers. That's on Friday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're not there yet. Wait, is he in the hood on this one, or is that on Saturday? No, no, that's that was in the 2000s, man. We're okay. not talking about that. 
<laughs> Nobody wants to talk about that. All right. Uh, Thursday, the 24th. This is a classic day that almost made it to Friday, but you'll see why I couldn't do it then. Thursday, the 24th, the Lost Boys and Near Dark. Everybody knows oh, Lost Boys. Yeah. Everybody knows that. And if you don't know Near Dark, familiarize you yourself with it very quickly. It is right. a masterpiece. There's so many different elements to that movie. Yes. And I think that's why a lot of people never talk about it that much because there's so much shit going on in it. But it's fucking great. Bill Paxton, fucking uh Lance Henriksen. Yeah. It's got a it's got a good cast, man. It's it's good shit. All right. So now we're getting to Friday, October twenty fifth. Man Crush kind of already spoiled it. We're going to space. <laughs> Leprechaun four in space. Enjoy it. If you can. <laughs> All right. Well, you're not going to have time to enjoy it because you're going to be watching all of these movies on Friday. And that's Nightmare on Elm Street one through three. And again, last week we said take the day off. I'm going to say take Thursday and Friday off at this point, because when you pair this up with what I have on Saturday, you're going to be watching TV all fucking day long. But what's cool is most people have Saturday off. You can do this on Friday night, and then your Saturdays just start early. Maybe start the the uh, part three early on Saturday or something. Uh, four, I think, was still the late '80s. I didn't put it in there. If you want to watch it, fine. I like it up to Dream Warriors, so that's where I went. One through three. Wow, all on a Friday. One through three. It's not a big partaking though. I mean, when you, when you think about it, these are like hour and a half movies. Yeah, but then they got to follow that up with Leprechaun 4 in space, man. <laughs> hey, priorities. The good news is we're back from space and we're away from the Leprechaun box set. Thank God. And we're moving on. Saturday, the 26th of October is where I started my final theme week, and that is all Wes Craven films. And I started with a double shot of Scream. Scream 1 and Scream 2 from 96 and 97. Excellent picks. My uh, my daughter and my wife just watched that this past week when uh, Mark actually visited this past week. We went and we did a bunch yeah. of shit. And uh, the one night we were out at Mahoning for the uh, the drive-in theater. Uh, what, what did they call that night we went to? The uh, Teens Gone Wild Weekend. Teens Gone Wild Weekend, or better yet known as Fog Fucking Up the Entire Screen <laughs> All Weekend. Long story. Uh, I guess it happens when you're watching a movie outside. It can happen. Um, but they watched that whole thing, one through five. Wow. That's yeah. commitment. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I was actually amazed that they watched it without me being home. Uh, but anyhow, moving on to Saturday. This is where it is. I had to put it here because it's the closest to Halloween. And this is the only movie that... I'm giving the benefit of the doubt. You're allowed to watch this one, even though it's an 80s list. You got to start with Halloween one. You have to. Yeah. So, But I took three out, obviously. So you got Halloween one, two, four, and five. After that, who cares? Yeah. No, I think that's fair game. You kind of have to. I mean, technically it's not an 80s movie, but it really kind of is because it caught on more. As the 80s progressed. So. I, yeah, but I have a feeling like with Halloween, if I was to put it in this list and start it too, that's like starting Rocky at Rocky 2. Correct. You know, no. you don't have the whole backstory to it. So you right. need to see one. So you got to have the context, there. especially yeah. with that series, man. And everyone knows it. Obviously, I'm not going to go into it. 
But this is the spot where it makes the most sense because it's your Saturday before yep. Halloween, which lands on a Thursday, which is kind of like kissing your sister, you know, whatever. Yeah. All right. So let's start off that final week before Halloween on Sunday, the 27th. I'm continuing my Wes Craven tribute with the people under the stairs. Right. It's a good one. Yeah, I got that one suggestion from Nick Mullins from our Facebook group. Thanks, Nick. It's a good flick. But before you, you said thank you, so I got to throw mine out. For my last week, the Supernatural Week, thank you very much. Uh, Dennis Baruby Jr., uh, Matthew Moore, Francisco Valley, Tim Turner, Devante Mosby, and Jeremy Fields. Thank you for helping me put together that week. And we start out. Sunday, and this is a wild card day. And the way that I did this, this is my only day in here that's for the kids. Because I figured if you spent the entire month watching these films, there's a chance you might not have gotten to watch any of them with your kids. Maybe a few of them you would, but some are fucked up, so you're not going to. So you needed one day where you could do that. So this Sunday, the 27th, this is that day. And we start that day with Monster Squad. Yeah, okay. Followed up with another classic. The Gate. Never seen The Gate. Oh, dude. The Gate is another. It's another. It's like PG or PG-13. You got Stephen Dorff is like, a, I think at the time he's like 14 years old. Their parents go away and they open this gate. It's a good movie. It, and it pairs up with Monster Squad. And you can watch it with your kids. Monster Squad might not give them nightmares. But even though The Gate is kind of like a PG-13 type movie, it might fuck them up. It's, yeah. it's a pretty crazy movie. Well, in a sick and twisted way, that pairs very well, then, with my people under the stairs. It's all about the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching uh, people under the stairs on pay-per-view. I think it was, like, one of the first movies that I ever got from pay-per-view, maybe, like, 91, 92. Yeah. And we only had it on one box, and it was in my parents' room, and it was before we got the black box. Right. And, you know? I don't even remember what we paid back then. It's probably like five bucks a movie or some shit. Yeah, I don't remember what they were back then. All right, so Monday, uh, Monday, the 28th of October, I'm continuing Wes Craven, and you can continue Man Crush's little marathon and go with Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare from 1991. Good. More of the Nightmare on Elm Street films. Yeah, it's not that far away. You got a little no. bit of a buffer there. So now that you're sick of it after one through three, now you can jump back into it a couple days later. Or you can watch John Carpenter night that I have put together. I had to have this in there. Monday the 28th, starting out the night with The Fog, followed up by what? The Thing? The Thing, that's right. Good guess. I wasn't sure if that was 70s or 80s. <laughs> yep, both uh, both early 80s. So that it, it worked out perfectly. Again, it's a little ho-hum because it's on a Monday, but it's a couple days before Halloween. It's a good spot right there. All right, so we're continuing my Wes Craven week with uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare from 1994. Different tone from Wes Craven on this one. I don't know if it wraps up the series. It does something with it. I'm really not sure what. But <laughs> it's, yeah, if you've never seen it, don't go in with any expectations. It's kind of a movie for the fans, I guess. Yeah. I don't really know how to describe it. It's a movie about the movies. It's uh, it's called um, a money grab. Ah, yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Because <laughs> after it, you're like, what the 
fuck did I just watch? But yeah, but if you're a Nightmare on Elm Street fan, you have to watch it just to wrap up that whole series. So, you know, you might as well get it over and done with on the 29th. <laughs> Good call. All right. So this is where I kind of moved the month. And I know my themed Monday doesn't really flow with the rest of these. So this is a short theme at the end of the week. So the 29th, 30th, and 31st are as close as I can get to your real killers. All right. All right. So these are people that it can happen. It can. I don't know how realistic it is. But it could happen. And this is where it begins. Yeah, like Leprechaun 4 in space. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're like Leprechaun in the hood. It, it's definitely that realistic. So we're going with Tuesday the 29th. Start out with the stepfather, Terry O'Quinn, uh, before he was in Lost. If you remember, he was the psycho that would marry your mom off a bad relationship and then kill everybody. Wow. Yeah, so that could happen. That one might be on Prime. It was on Prime a couple months ago. I rewatched it. And then the second one is a movie I've told you about many times, Rucker Hauer classic, C. Thomas Howell, The Hitcher. Yeah, I just picked up that on VHS not too long ago. You will never look at a hitchhiker in the same way again. So it's more, I, people want to say it's a thriller. I think it's categorized that way, but it's a fucking horror movie. I mean, yeah. you look at it like it is. Right, it's like Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Technically a thriller, but there's you'll never find a movie that's more horrifying than that. Yep, and there's some fucked up shit in here. But yeah, that's so uh, Tuesday the 29th, The Stepfather, followed by The Hitcher. All right, and continuing with some of the horror icons, and since we're finishing things off, let's go to hell. Jason goes to hell, the final Friday, 1993. Yes. How can you go wrong when you have the captain from 21 Jump Street in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> As a bounty hunter. Yeah, and, you know, the Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. I like how you did that at the end of the month, too. That's good shit. And both of those movies had that really cool little 3D sequence, too, so. You're wrapping everything up, and I'm subtly punching them in the gut with reality at the end of the month, and I'm going to do that again on Wednesday the 30th. Starting this one out with a movie that maybe you didn't see, the movie Maniac. This dude is like... uh cutting off chicks heads and like putting them on mannequins in his house. Mm, haven't seen the movie of that. It could happen. <laughs> I guess, uh, you know, as close to reality as possible. It doesn't have any superpowers or anything. Uh, then the second movie I had to do, this is an absolute staple of renting movies in the eighties and nineties. Cause every time you walked past the horror film section, you saw slumber party massacre. Oh, with Not the, what I thought you were going to say. What were you going to say? Faces of death. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, it was usually right next to Slumber Party Massacre. <laughs> I thought about putting Faces of Death on there, and it was like that black cover, right? With the uh, yeah. It was like a skull or something on it. You'll picture this one as soon as I describe it to you. It's the, the killer standing there. He's got like a drill or something between his legs, and you could see the girls like cowering. You're all wrong, Man Crush. First of all, I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's not just a drill. It's an electric guitar drill, and he's kind of has it like upside down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it fucking? It's electric guitar drill. I always thought it was. That's how I always looked at it. Slumber party. Let's see if it's the picture on the IMDb. I mean, it just looks like a drill to me. 
Oh, okay. I I am thinking of uh, Slumber Party Massacre 2. I am sorry. I stand corrected. (laughs) Hold on. I think when you said that, it kind of did make sense, and I can picture it. Yes, that is the one. (laughs) The sequel is totally, like, campy to the fucking utmost utmost degree, but we're not going to start there. We're going to start with the realistic one, the guy that escapes from the mental hospital and, of course, he finds his way onto a uh, college campus where there's a slumber party going on at a sorority house. Where else would you go? So that's uh, that's where we're going for that Wednesday. All right, so I'm going to finish off the month with a movie that I picked to watch on Halloween night, and that is Halloween H2O 20 years later from 1998. I thought it only appropriate to put it on Halloween when we're watching all retro movies, considering this movie is a 20 years later movie. So kind of all fits, comes together, closes out the month. Halloween H2O, big fan favorite of uh, John Cross. Loves that movie for some reason. I don't know why. Probably because of Busta Rhymes. It's like the highlight of that movie. I thought that was LL Cool J. Is it LL Cool J? I don't know. No, isn't it Busta Rhymes? Hold on. Maybe you're right. Maybe he's just a big fan of Josh Harnett. It is LL Cool J. <laughs> Stand corrected. What one was Busta Rhymes in? Wasn't he in? Maybe he was in. Uh, oh, he was in Resurrection. Resurrection. Oh, jeez. <laughs> a couple of years later, where it got even better. We got right. more rappers in the movie. Different rapper, different movie. <laughs> Still Halloween somehow. Right. Um, all right, so here it is, finishing up the month Thursday, Halloween Day, the 31st of October. Got to have this one in there. It should have maybe fit somewhere else, and I think I did move it three times. But it's realistic, I suppose, and that's Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, I got the box set. Uh, I passed the first one. There's no reason to watch them unless you just want to laugh. <laughs> no. You want to know what's really sad? That there's a Floatsam and Jetsam album in the sequel in the background? No, that I have the box set. <laughs> yeah, that, that is pretty bad. Some people really like this series. I think the first one's good, and then after that, I'm just like, what am I watching? Yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah. The first one's got some redeeming qualities to it, and yeah, after that, just. It's not good. So this is where I went here. And this is something that uh, we've talked about this months ago when I took my first ever loss in Dueling Decades. It was a true crime version of the show. And my movie pick for that, and I won that round, was Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Yeah. And you talk about reality. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This is where reality hits. And I know like people are out there going to be like, oh, you know, the movie came out in 1990. We talked about it on the show before. The movie was actually made in 1986. Right. And it just didn't get a release for years because they just they couldn't do it. Um, yep. But if you want to see a fucked up movie and just finish out your month with some reality based horror, but, you know, based off a true story and whatnot, watch Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer or Michael Rucker. Wow. What a way to round out the month, man, Crush. You got some really scary shit. I hope so. When you get the real true-to-life stuff, that's the scariest. But some great films on all of these that we've picked. 
Uh, thanks again to all of the people that suggested all of these movies from our Facebook group, listeners of the show. You know, we put out there that we wanted to do an episode like this for you guys. And uh, you flooded us with absolute all of these great movies to pick from. So I hope we've planned out a very entertaining month for you. And the last four people, I got I to give them props. Last week, last people we had here, uh, Bryn Curry, Jenna Droulet, Sandy Colombani, and Randy Johnson. I don't even know if that's the pitcher or not, but it'd be pretty cool if it was. <laughs> I recognize some of those names tonight. They're all names that are on our Dueling Decades leaderboards. They're all people that are playing the trivia, playing the culminations, winning. And some of them are actually in the green zone as well. That's right. What is the green zone about? Before you go, don't turn off the episode yet because you have to listen to this part. Then you can go. Right. This is the important part. Now, the green zone. If you go to DuelingDecades.com, you'll see our, the full leaderboards there. We also post them up in our Facebook group. Now, if you fall in the green zone, that's our top 30. Now, right now, we have close to 500 players in total. But if you fall in the top 30 you are eligible to come on the show and judge an episode of Dueling Decades, just like Eric Cluey did a few weeks back. If that's something you're interested in and you fall in the green zone, we can probably make that happen. Yep, and we have our second judge coming on here in another couple of weeks. Uh, the name I just said, Jenna Droulet, uh, she's coming on. She's going to be a judge. So just contact us. If, it, if you're in the green zone and it's something you want to do, send us a message. We're not going to reach out to each 30 people because we don't have that many shows. But if you're really about it and you're in that green zone, shoot us a message. We'll make it happen. Yeah. And people are asking, well, why do I have to be in the green zone? Because we've had so many requests of people that want to come on and judge the show. We just want to make sure that they're the most active people with the program that we can get. And uh, we had to limit it some way. We can't say yes to everybody. Right. And we, we want to make sure you have some skin in the game. Those people in the top 30, they've been playing day in and day out, working on culminations and really doing it. That doesn't mean that you can't do that, too. And it's not that hard to get in the green zone. There's, Like I said, there's there's close to 500 people, but there's a lot of people with like really little scores, you know, between 10 and 20. You know, you start answering questions every day. It builds up fast. And what's our lowest score for the green zone? I, I want to say it's like close to the. It's like 165, somewhere around there. But you can always go www.duelingdecades.com forward slash leaderboard, and you can see everybody that's on there. You can even see your own name, but that's all we Jeez. got for now. 165, you can get that in a week and a half. Yeah, shit, you solve a culmination or an audio trivia, that's 50 or 30 points right there. So, Again, thanks to everybody for all the suggestions tonight. Next week, we will return to regular action. Here on our show, we're going to have another versus... Man Crush, tell them about the upcoming matchup we got. That's right. It is going to be uh, a couple fan favorites have been around for a while. We have Carlos coming back from Be Kind and Rewind. Former champion Joe Finley. Uh, they will be pairing up, and they have the 90s. Don't have the year in front of me. Versus us, the Mama Lukes with the 80s. Yeah, so stay tuned for that one. So until next time, duelers, we're going to bid you a peace, love, light, and a joy. Have a grateful week, everyone. Infirmary Media. At Encova Insurance, we encircle you with insurance solutions you can trust. We provide coverage to protect what you care about. Business insurance, including workers' compensation, auto, home, and life insurance. What makes us unique? Our superior financial strength 
smart technology, a one-stop shop for custom-tailored solutions. Encova 360, our approach to workers' compensation and local decision-making. We are Encova Insurance. Visit Encova.com for more information. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery.